Let me tell you why you're here. What can I do for you? Well, I'm looking for a white dress. So, um, white dress. This movement is growing. We have an army of digital soldiers. That story will continue to be told here. We have what we call citizen journalists. Welcome, fellow truthers, to another episode of White Rabbit. Like everyone else, you were born into bondage. Born into a prison for your mind. Buckle your seatbelt, Dorothy, because Kansas is going bye-bye. You're fucking crazy, bro. White Rabbit. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of White Rabbit. I am your host, Catalyst Jones, and with me today, we have our friend from Down Under in Communist Republic, Australia. Welcome back, Red Pill Daily, Joanne. It's good to have you here. Hi, everyone. Good to be back. Uh, Jason is taking the night off. He does not ever get to watch. He's a Seahawks fan, poor guy, and he doesn't ever get to watch his team play. And they're playing Thursday night football tonight, I guess. So he asked if he could sit this one out. So hopefully his team loses just because he didn't come on the show tonight. So hopefully I just jinxed his team. Um, Man, I've been trying to get this guy on for a really long time. And he's just like super busy, super famous. He's fighting this fight. He's definitely in there. You might know him from Alex Jones. You might know him from Instagram. You might even own one of his T-shirts. Ladies and gentlemen, Matt Baker is here with us today. Welcome, Matt. You're all in violation of the Nuremberg Code at this point. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure. Anyone listening, you're all in violation. Just so you know. Hey, I watched uh, that video. Was that today when you went up there and you, um, you taped the Nuremberg uh, straight to the doors of the courthouse? Well, actually, believe it or not, that was prior uh, to the to the now viral uh, Hail Fauci wind, wind of time speech. Um, that was when I was first playing around with the idea. I had a pr- I was going up to one of the rallies up in um, up in L.A. that some of the patriots that I've met through uh, what's going on in Huntington Beach, they've got a pretty good syndicate up there. And so I was going up there, hanging out with some people, getting involved in their scene. At that point in the game, I had no idea there was even a scene in San Diego at all. I was like trying to find people. There was like some anti masker people and I would like message them and they wouldn't respond. I'm like, that's great, guys. You know, uh, yeah, we'll really get this battle won with nobody joining together. <clears throat> and so anyway, I, you know, trying to be part of the battle, I, I had been hearing everybody i hear people mention the Nuremberg and i knew about it you know historically but i uh i decided to just look it up you know to read it verbatim and then i was like oh my god it's it's like literally like it's almost two paragraphs i mean you can print it out easily in a pdf one side to the other without even going like small writing it's 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 very straightforward and very simple you know and it says right in the first paragraph it's like you cannot be coerced to be part of a medical experiment and, uh, and so anyway, we'll get into the details of that later. But uh, basically, before I went up there, I had the idea to print out copies of it and just like hand them out. And I, my original plan was to nail it to the front door. But uh, it was a glass door. So duct tape it oh. was. <laughs> and then I got into some, I got into some other stuff and I, I got sidetracked from actually doing that. And then it was so close after that that I actually did the viral thing that that kind of paled. And I just, I, I resurrected that after the fact. So that's the reality of that. 
that video was awesome, bro. Now, did they end up kicking you out after you uh, made your voice heard or did they let you stay in and sit? Because you you got like a standing ovation, didn't you? I did. Uh, <clears throat> a lot of people comment that the, uh, you know, you can really hear that the crowd is pretty pumped in the back. Actually, I went live when I when I was there beforehand and like I didn't realize there was going to be, you know, at the time it was, uh, I forget how many speakers it was that time. It was like, I, I thought it was a lot at like 50 or how many ever it was. Or no, it was, no, it was 90. It was 90 Patriots that day. And oh, so that's I got awesome. There. That's a good turn. Yeah, I got there late and I was actually hanging out outside and kind of doing what I was used to doing without actually going in and doing the whole uh, speech at the, at the, you know, podium thing. <clears throat> and uh, I was going, I had planned to speak and I had a, I had a pre planned speech that I actually wrote out and stuff that was, you know, eloquent and poetic and such. But, uh, when I got there, there was kind of like this little scene going on outside. And I was like, you know what? There's 90 people here that, you know, just let them do their thing. And, and one of the, one of the ladies that had kind of locally reached out to me and got me into the scene. Uh, she, she was uh, inside. She's like, no, we need to hear your voice. Cause she heard me talk at a, actually one of the school board meetings. And she was like, wait, your voice is what we need. It's so powerful. People you it has a message it just carries through or whatever, you know, and I, and I, you know, I kind of know that, but I didn't realize exactly how effective it was really going to be. But uh, anyway, so I was like blowing it off and she's like, well, I got you a slip. And then, so I managed to, by the time I got there, there were so many people in the building. They actually, the security guard stopped me at the door and it's like, we're sorry, we're full. There can be no more people in here, COVID, blah, blah, blah. And I go, Oh no, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to the passport office. It's in the same building. So he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Even though I'm oh, wearing nice. a slave to Liberty shirt at the time, like with the mask on, <laughs> like obviously one of the crew. <clears throat> so I, I, I said, it, these are not the droids you're looking for. So anyway, I got up there and I met <laughs> with the people and, and then I was like, there's no way they're going to allow me hand in my slip. No. And I was just, the whole time I was just going to blow it off and just deliver the speech another time. And uh, for whatever reason, the planets aligned and I, I went down there and was like, okay. But as a result, I was there after 90 people spilling their guts, like women, children, uh, nurses, military people, cops, firefighters, and just like half of, you know, some of them like really tearing up and just like trying to talk to the, to the city planners. And, you know, I was semi new to the game. I'd only been to one or two more meetings previously. And, uh, even just starting to learn the name of the players and the people involved and, uh, I was just sitting there up in the, in what, what the, what the uh, politicians were calling us the, the peanut gallery, which is above them. It was a pretty, pretty sweet, but very uh, derogatory term. I was watching them and I, they were literally on their cell phone the entire time. Like, and one of the people said, look, he's, he's on Twitter talking shit about us right now. So he's like, they, they weren't even paying attention to you guys. Yeah. There's like, yeah, here we go. Another late night. Here's the whack jobs. Like, like literally woman's like my but my child can't speak. He's autistic and he, he needs to see people's faces. And oh, nurse is like, I've, you know, I've dealt with people that are like in the ICU because of the vaccine and they won't say anything about it. And they're just like, yeah, 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 yeah. And so that was okay for one or two. But by the time I got to 90, most of the things I was going to mention in my speech had been pretty much brought up, although not in the particular format that I was going to bring it up. And I had I had the Nuremberg thing kind of in my back pocket as not even the main, you know, potatoes. But I had brought a copy of it that I was I handed a few out there. And then while I was waiting, for some reason, the, the whole concept of the whistling wind of time came to me in my head. And then while I was waiting there, 
I'm in construction. So I was looking at the, in the lobby, they have pictures of them building the building. There's like all these like older Mexican people and, you know, just rough, like real life gritty people that built the country. And I was just like, you know what? And then I looked at the panel and I was just looking, looking at them. There's a black one. There's a Chinese one. There's like a Mexican one. I was just like, these people all have ancestors, you know, and they, they, they don't realize, you know, exactly what they're doing. What they think they're doing to us, they don't realize they're doing it to themselves. They think somehow they're separate from mm. it, but I don't get. And I don't want to talk the whole time. So if you guys want to jump in, let me know. No, no, it's all good. Yeah. I, I like to let our guests talk, but I know Joanne definitely has some questions for you. So I'm going to go ahead and let her take the floor real quick. Cool. Yeah, that was really epic, that speech. And I was going to ask you whether that was kind of um, an on-the-moment inspiration or whether you'd actually planned that. So I guess you've just answered that. So that was an off the hip, off the, just totally off the, you were like sick of seeing people get ignored and you were like, how can I get these people's attention? Exactly. The one part I did have pre-written the concept was, uh, was the four feet of marble part. I had that actually written into my original speech, <clears throat> but the wind and the history and the time and the bones and the ancestors and the hell Fauci, that was all. <laughs> Dude, the hell Fauci was the icing on the cake. Yeah, that was that was the cherry on top uh, of the sundae. Yeah, I that got was carried epic, away, bro. Like I, I still go back and I and when I need to get some inspiration. That video is super <laughs> inspirational because I just wish more people would go out and make their voices heard, and that that's really inspiring to me. That even though they were yawning and not paying attention and looking at their phones, just the fact that ninety people are showing up to these meetings that even know that these meetings are happening, and they're trying to make their voices heard. And thank God we have somebody like you that is like, yo, you are going to hear me no matter what. I will make sure you hear me. And that that shit was super inspirational, brother. And like you deserve to get I I know it went viral, but I mean, that thing needs to go super, super duper viral. And and that not only that video, I I love your video where uh, where you did the montage where you're like talking to yourself and different people and you're like smoking weed and you're like. Hey, <laughs> that, that one was awesome, too. Yeah, that was actually an entry for a contest uh, uh, InfoWars did. It was, uh, they, there was an Australian guy, funny, I forget the name of him. He's a comedian. And he's like, so you're going to get the shot? And he's like, yeah, man, I've got to get the shot because, you know, I've, I've got to protect myself. And it's like, but well, you're going to get it, too, right? He's like, no, I'm good. He's like, well, you need it to protect me. He's like, I thought your shot protects you. And so they go back and forth with this thing. It's the same <laughs> guy doing it. And he's, he's kind of made a whole thing out of it now where he, he just pretends to be two different people. And it's, I think it's a cool technique because a lot of times you have an idea in your head and you're like, oh, I'm going to need to like get people together and we're going to need to make this production and all this and that. When you'd be surprised how like South Parkish stuff can be and actually be effective, you know, just super low. So true. Yeah. So when you started talking, when you were doing that speech, did you get their attention? Did they put their phones down and look at you? Uh, to be honest, I was just in the zone at that point. In I don't, the zone, I don't, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I really don't know. Because people were saying, oh, there was people doing this and people doing that. And honestly, I, I wouldn't say I blacked out, but I mean, I was just so, I, I, I funnily enough, I, I freestyle, not rap, but I freestyle songs a lot. And I've done like thousands of freestyle songs. I'll just say, give me a beat and a topic. And I, I basically, I, I consider it to be like running down a hill that, you get to catch so many, so much speed that there's no way you can stop. You literally, you have to jump over logs or whatever. There's no, you can't be like, okay, I'm stopping. 
you just put your so much momentum by your, behind yourself that there's like an adrenaline that takes over. Yes. And uh, that passion that just flows through. And you could say it's like flowing through me because sometimes I'll listen back to these songs and be like, how the hell did I come up with all like complex lyrics with like multiple, like interacting on different levels through different verses with different rhymes. Like there's no way I could like pull it off, like, like, like written pen. So, so I have an ability to do that kind of in a different format. So I, uh, I tend to like to freestyle things more than that's awesome. That's awesome. That. I come from a musical background. So, uh, one of my favorite things to do, um, in my late teens, uh, early twenties is all me and my friends, we would gather around and be drinking and Good and whatnot, and um, sorry, you're good. Don't here. We've all got dogs. I've got one trying to get up on my lap as well. <laughs> yeah, my one's a barker. Sorry about that. She gets on her own. Good. Yeah, man. So, like, some of my best memories is just sitting around freestyling. And uh, something I like to ask all of our guests to, when they come on is, "Have you always been a truther? And if not, what was your first red pill or rabbit hole?" Well, I mean, that's kind of a, I'd like to hear some other people's answers on that. But yeah, I mean, have I always been a truther? Yeah, I mean, I've always liked the truth. You know, I always like to believe, you know, I, I honestly, it's a funny question because my sister liked to lie, but I never did like lying that much. I, I, I like to build things that actually work and function like it because I'm an artist and a creator. So I don't really like uh holograms as much as meat and potatoes things that actually work so uh, i i'm not i'm not the greatest liar so i like truth and um you know but i've been aware of this kind of stuff way before many people like way 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 i mean let's i mean for example i was i mean when i was a kid i traveled around the world and so i seen a lot of different tv and i saw a lot of different schools and a lot of different people and their opinions and uh i just you could see right away how much, uh, you know, propaganda and just bullshit would just come in and they would just like make up stories or like I went to a Catholic school and you could just see these people spit in a line that they I later on found out, in, you know, looking at it myself. I'm like, you know, some of this stuff does make sense. But at the time, these guys were so foolish and so ignorant and just like reading out of a book, just like this is why and that's it. Just bureaucratically giving you this BS in school and everywhere. And yep. my dad always told me, he's like, don't believe what's on the news. You know, and my mom, I'd come home, I'd be like, I'm like, mom, they, tell, they say there's the, the potatoes are, are, are killing us. So if we eat too many potatoes, we're going we're gonna to get this. And she's like, I don't bloody care. She's Irish. She's like, I don't bloody care. I've heard you tell it before. And then sure enough, two years later, they're like, potatoes are the healthiest thing you can eat. And I've throughout my life, I've just seen this complete 180 that the system does all the time. And then after you start tuning into it, you can just literally interpret what they're saying like everything they say they're telling you the lie in the way they're telling you what their supposed truth is it's funny you can you can read it like a rosetta stone like you're reading a different language so after a while you can just basically see through when they're like looks like we're gonna have to uh tighten up the belt on blah 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 uh, oh here we go looks like they're trying to do this you know you can see like the underlying problem reaction solution behind the whole thing you know but for sure <clears throat> crazy thing is uh i actually predicted 9-11 the night before it happened no fucking way yeah that's an absolute okay, truth. i have to, i have to hear this story yeah i mean there's some weirdness to it, and then some some possible where you could say well you could see how that could happen but uh some i mean i it was so psychic i couldn't even believe it like uh 
So oh, I, I had actually I uh, went went to went, went to jail. Believe it or not, I'm such an angel. But for for apparently, <laughs> I possession, but possession of weed back then was a, was a big thing. So you know, you're treated like a like hardcore criminal. Like you think that you like didn't take a vaccine or something back in the day if you got if you got rolled with like some weed in your car. You know, it's like oh. man, I swear I took my shots. Like okay, you're good to go. <laughs> you know, and so uh, so. Uh, I was in there and I, for whatever reason, I watched Fight Club and I was just imagining the system. And at the end, how they had the, the credit card buildings blown up. I don't know how many people are familiar with that movie. On any of course. Movies. And uh, I was just explaining it to my brother. And I was like, I, 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 rare, I know I get excited a lot, but I rarely jump up and down when I talk. Like, I can't remember the last time I did it without just recounting this moment. My brother was like, I'm like, I could fully see the government blowing up huge buildings to, to, to destroy, you know, evidence and credit histories and this and that, and to, and to cause a, cause a, you know, like a terrorist situation in the company. He's like, my brother, God bless his soul. He's like, nah, that's not going to happen. And it's because he said, no, I just was like, and I actually kind of had a little history of psyching this prior to that. And so I was like, I could fully see it. And I was jumping off the ground and I was saying, big buildings falling down by the government and then the night ended and i went to sleep and we had to go to work in the morning and i woke up in the morning and i turned on the tv and a plane hit the hit the first first plant first uh building and i at the moment i didn't even put two and two together i was like whoa what's this and then and then i was like oh that's crazy you know if you remember back you just assumed that that was an accident and then we were all there and watched the second plane you're like now that is not an accident and then you went by the time I got to go to Home Depot in the morning to pick up materials for the job, they're like, and the first building is collapsed. I shook so hard. I, I couldn't even stand up. I was like, like, like falling down. Like I'd been hit with like some, with some kind of ray or something. I was just like, Oh God, it was just, it was too intense. And then Did later you on, your brother up and be like, I fucking told you, dude. Yeah. He's like, you never said that. <laughs> <laughs> I was jumping up and down. <laughs> I have witnesses. I have plenty of witnesses. My house, I used to have a lot of people over. And so uh, this is an absolute fact. And then this is, it, you won't believe it. You won't believe it. And I wouldn't believe it, but it's a fact. For whatever reason, I was working on, of all buildings at the time, I was working on a Masonic Lodge. Wow. Mind boggling. And so we went and we had lunch and then we watched the second building fall or breakfast or whatever it was, or got our morning coffee or something like that. Watched the second building fall, at which point I was just shook into the core. I could barely even like finish the day out. I was like, oh my God. Like it was just, it was too intense. You know? So that goes back to my question to you then. So I would say that maybe your first red pill might've been religion from what you've just told me however maybe when 9-11 happened that's when you were like all right there's something to this yeah i mean that was definitely the catalyst jones (laughs) (laughs) i think it is for a lot of people isn't it i think that's probably the most common answer when you ask someone what was their their moment of awakening most people will say 9-11 or when they found out that what we were told about 9-11 is not really what happened at least right um so joanne i wanted to give you a moment to take the floor because um it's yeah, me too. it's been two weeks since uh 
since we've done a show and a lot in Australia has happened in this last two weeks. Um, oh my gosh, a lot has happened in Australia. So you have uh, people stepping down. Yes. Uh, corruption stepping down. You have people getting shot that are protesting. You have um, the camps are actually being built now, unless I'm wrong from what I've been seeing uh, people posting. I think they've these. laid down the groundwork for some of them, but I'm pretty sure they haven't started building them here. But my theory about all these people who are stepping down, so we just had the uh, Premier of New South Wales, Gladys Berejiklian, resigned because she's under investigation for corruption, which is something unrelated to what she really ought to be under investigation for, which is this scandemic bullshit. So I feel like one of my theories is that this is just their way out. They've done their work for the globalists and this is just their way to go out and the people will be appeased and they'll carry on. They'll go out, go away somewhere, put their feet up and some other puppet will come in and carry on the dirty work. That's my theory. So I think the next one to go is going to be Dan Andrews. He's under investigation for something else as well, but it doesn't actually have anything to do with locking people down, ordering the police to uh, assault people. And shoot them. So unless he's going to be actually charged for that, people can't get too excited about this. That's my theory. So there's also go ahead. One, go ahead. one, one quick interjection. That's kind of like what they did to Cuomo in in New York. You know, it's yeah. like he he was bringing all the the people in and killing the people in the old age homes, and he was causing all the, all these extra deaths by all of his things, and everyone was calling him out, and I was like, all right, maybe I went to the girl, like, you know, like, you know, and they're yeah, like, oh, okay, sure. you caught me, I was checking girls out, you know, it's right. like, and then they go, oh, you gotta go, and then people just move on, because they throw so much BS at us per second, we're like constantly fighting the new ball of crap they throw at us. Well, yeah, people, that's exactly people it. like me don't forget that him, Newsom, uh, who, who else you got, uh, Gresham, Whitmer, whatever, all these people put elderly people in these homes that were at high risk and they basically put people that were infected with the flu or COVID or we don't even know what it is because these PCR tests are completely bullshit to begin with. No. So whatever whatever this disease is. Some say they're infected with remdesivir. They say that once they said mm. that they had that, they give them remdesivir and it fills their lungs up with water. Like it's a, it's kind of a known yeah. thing. Right. Yeah, there's so, that girl. Is it Nurse Erin? Uh, she's a nurse down in Florida and she's been leaking a lot of this type of information that that's what they're Oshesky, doing. Erin I believe. I'm not familiar with this story, but I do know that um, last week uh, – in Canada, they had a hearing where a shit ton of healthcare workers and really um, high-level scientists came out and were talking about alternative medications and actual cures for this, who've all lost their jobs now and they're being uh, publicly silenced and ridiculed. Um, but these are high level people that are smart as fuck and they know what they're talking about and they're being silenced. Obviously. Um, but there's, <laughs> but they're, oh, they're, they're out there backing ivermectin. They're saying vitamin D and some of these people were getting fired for prescribing ivermectin. They were, um, they were getting slaps on the wrist for telling their patients, you know, uh, vitamin D and take off your mask because you need to breathe oxygen and they're 
Yeah, and, you there's, uh, you're having trouble breathing. Uh, hey, <laughs> Bungie, hey. take a breath. <laughs> right. oh my yeah, gosh yeah it's I like got... they used to tell people not to have teddy bears or loose blankets in a baby's cot now they tell you now you see people literally with a piece of cloth taped over a baby's face it's disgusting it's we actually had a guy here uh so yesterday there was there was a uh, an incident in our parliament we've got a guy called craig kelly who's been out there trying to uh advocate for uh, for australians to be able to use ivermectin so he was trying to bring it up in parliament yesterday and one of these idiots tried to silence him by saying that it was irrelevant and then tried to use dr anthony fauci as a reason to silence this debate about ivermectin so Hell, anthony fauci, fauci. Yeah, he basically came out and said, well, you know, Dr. Anthony Fauci said that ivermectin is not to be used for uh, treating COVID, and then he goes on about irrelevancy. So it's the fact that they're bringing up Anthony Fauci. I got a booster for you. You want a booster? I'll give you a booster. I'm over you. I put that mask on here. I put that mask on here. I'm going to give you this booster. Yeah, you take the booster. Perfect. Anyway, reservoirs. It puts the needle in its skin. (laughs) It puts the needle in its skin, or else it gets two masks again. (laughs) (laughs) I saw your recent video you did, Matt, um, about when you went into the post office. And the old lady actually took your shirt literally. (laughs) That's disturbing. That's just disturbing as hell, isn't it? Yeah, if anybody doesn't know, the quick story is I went into the post office. I have a, a picture of a, of Jesus Fauci on my shirt and it says Fauci saves, making fun of him like he's your God. And I made a quick quip to the person behind us. Like, she's like, oh, I love your shirt. And I was like, I was like, yeah, he's our new God. You know, he tells us when we can go to work and when, how many people we can have over, whether we can have Christmas or not, and what we put in our veins and whether we can breathe or whether we can pray. You know, he just tells us everything. But he's a benevolent, you know, he's a benevolent God. And and she goes, she goes, and I'm like, in that tone, the I'm being sarcastic tone. And she's like, if only people would just listen to him more. And I was just like, <laughs> oh, my God, what the fuck? Like, you gotta be out of your mind. Like we've only been listening. This guy's only the emperor of the known universe. I mean, we are all locked in our houses, covering our faces. We can't pray. We can't go to school. We can't open our business. You know, we're all like at his behest. Now they're saying you're going to take one shot, two shot, three shots, the booster. We got the vaccine passport. What do you want? We got everything. We got a special, but you call now. We got two vaccine passports. You get the vaccine. You get the second vaccine. You get the booster shot. You want a third shot? We give you a third shot. Here we give you an AstraZeneca. You want an AstraZeneca? We'll give you a booster. You want it? It's like you got to call now. Anyway, so he's out there selling and we're fucking buying every <laughs> single fucking second of the day. And we're just not listening to Fauci enough. Good jeez. <laughs> That's crazy. And with your shirt too, it's funny the Saint Fauci thing. Um, yeah. We have a. Uh, we were just talking about uh, 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 party tits over there in party New York. Re- resign. Uh, yeah, you know nipple rings. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Cuomo is that Cuomo? Yeah, Cuomo. Party so tits. he stepped down, and his replacement is out there standing in front of a church saying that this vaccine is from God. I'm sorry. I thought that our immune system was from God. I thought that antibodies were from God. Uh, yeah. Hey, did you see that woman? Uh, she's uh, yeah. So is the woman who is the new the new one that took over, right? 
And she's yeah. got, she's, she's around her neck. Like I saw Alex Jones and he's like, she's literally calling it her God. It's her God and her sacrament. And I was like, all right, come on, Alex, you know, you're overblowing it. And I watched the video like, and she's like, I wear around my neck, my emblem that says that I've been vaccinated. It's like this little new, like, literal religious symbol like a saint christopher she's wearing and she's like we you know god wants us to take the vaccine and you know this woman could give a fuck about god like i guarantee you in any for sure ever and i and i doubt she was even vaccinated to be perfectly honest with you all these people pushing the vaccine probably hasn't even taken it i often wonder that especially the higher up influences whether they have really taken it whether they really are just that brainwashed or what the deal is there well, yeah, when you get a certain amount of followers, they'll offer you uh, money if you go and post a video talking about how you've gotten the jab because mm-hmm. you're going to influence people to go and get the jab. So what do you guys think about Nicki Minaj? Now, I know this is like kind of come and go already, but I, her, I feel like her ass or her, her, <laughs> her music. Oh, the thing. Yeah, the thing. The thing. <laughs> you know, the thing, the thing, the thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who wants to go first on that? Let's let's let uh, well, what's your name down there, beautiful Australian? Uh, Joanne. Joanne, why don't you weigh in first on that? Uh, it's a hard one, actually. Like, I'm sort of in two minds about it, but I don't ever become settled on a particular opinion. She could be genuine. Uh, I, I sort of lean towards that she is genuinely against it. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the way I feel about it, but it's hard, it's impossible to know the truth. I feel like that's old news gen- now. <laughs> I feel like it is old news, but I, I feel like it's worth talking about because we're going to see it's a important lot too. Actually, I, I we're going to see a lot on. more Nicki Minaj's because now we have uh, Russell Brand. Oh who, yeah, I love Russell. Man, I always he's been out. speaking out for quite a while. Actually, he's been doing a lot of videos yeah. about Klaus Schwab and stuff like that. I feel I, I feel uh, like you know everyone just assumes that because these all these people have been in a music video once and they did this this eye thing or there was a pyramid in their music video that they're automatically part of that cult, whereas they don't actually create their music videos. So I think it's not really wise to just assume that all these people are inherently evil. I think that's a good idea too. And you got to figure out, yeah, like the producers might be working on making like winks and nods to their buddies. Like, yeah, that's my, my bitch right there. You know, that's like their signature that that's my slave is put your hand over my right. eye. That's homeboy slave. I've got her saying what I want, you know, inside jokes. Like if someone's where, if we're, if we're, if we were out with some normies and you know, you had like a slave to Liberty sticker on your car or a Fauci's or Fauci saves, you know, they might, not get the point it's like under or like back before 420 became like obvious there was a moment when 420 we could actually use it and people didn't know what it was you know but when mom started saying 420 then that was out the window (laughs) well actually a funny story to that is today i was at work and uh my boss wanted me to uh print on a because she has a a company called love up I, I work for a screen printing uh, shop. I'm a graphic designer. Um, oh, actually, I might be able to utilize your, uh, your, your, cause I'm getting raped, but go ahead. Um, actually, uh, also the production manager there as well. So, um, I overlook like all the production stuff and she wasn't sure what color, what tone of Brown she wanted for this shirt. So she gave me a blank shirt and she said, will you just go print like three different colors of Brown on this shirt? 
And uh, so I could decide what color looks best on this color shirt. And I was like, yeah, for sure. And so I took three different colors and I printed it and it said, um, let's go, Brandon on the shirt. <laughs> I don't you know. I'm a, such a fool. I don't see. I don't get that. I was trying to figure out what let's go. Brandon was because I saw it wasn't Brandon. It, it wasn't. It's not. Brandon Tatum is it? Who's, what is Brandon who? Okay, so it. what the the whole thing behind Let's Go Brandon is uh, Talladega last weekend. The winner of Talladega was a NASCAR driver, and his name was Brandon. And while the um, lady was interviewing him after the race, you know, she's like, "Oh, how does it feel?" Blah blah blah. And you hear the entire stands yelling, "Fuck Joe Biden!" Ah, and she was like oh and you can hear the fans they're excited and she was like i believe they're saying let's go brandon (laughs) and they were clearly saying fuck joe biden i found out live oh i was looking at that all day i'm like god how do i not know this i thought i was on the inside track (laughs) oh god it's hilarious you ever see the uh uh simpsons episode where it's uh where where burns goes out i don't know if you guys you know simpsons a little old but montgomery burns who is like the bill gates or the fauci of the world in the in that he goes out and everyone's like ooh, ooh, and then his his uh his his little sidekick smithers. 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 he says uh i believe they're saying boo earth orange i remember that <laughs> oh yes like they totally just made it up. <laughs> yes. Let's so that's exactly what it was. It was on the spot, like trying trying to cover up what was really happening. I mean, you can't cover that's this hilarious. shit up anymore, man. You got you got football. Not a try though. You've got to hand it to her for trying. Quick thinking. Oh, she tried. Oh, she tried. I hope there's at least a few people out there that don't already know it. I don't know if you've grilled the whole let's go, let's go, Brandon thing. Well, the funny thing is, is my boss, she's a super liberal. She watches the news. She's gotten the jab. (laughs) And so when I printed Let's Go Biden on there and it was in her, it was her shirt. So her size. You mean mean, let's go, let's go Brandon, right? Yeah, let's go Brandon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I handed it to her or whatever after she picked out which color brown she wanted. And I said, you should keep this shirt. And then she was like, no, I don't think I want it. And I was like, do you know what Let's Go Brandon is? And she was like, yes. And I was like, oh. <laughs> he already knew. Oh, God. I just lost Patriot <laughs> points. Though the other day I thought I thought Arlington Cemetery was in Arlington, Texas. I was sending a T-shirt out to this Patriot in Arlington, Texas. I'm like, you know, hey, brother, if you feel like wearing that down at the cemetery, he's like, uh, it's not in Texas, bro. And I was like, oh, Patriot points. <laughs> Oh, damn. My Patriot points just went down, too, because I thought Arlington Cemetery was in Arlington, Texas as well. Where is it? It's in like, where has where it been? It's in uh, Washington. Uh, no, but it's another. It's called something else. They call, but it's not Washington. It's like there's a part of Washington. They yeah, call, Virginia, 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 Virginia. Virginia. Like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, so I was just imagining a celebrity shirt out in the out in the fields of the gravestones. And I was like, that's going to be a dope pick. And he's like... Yeah, Mr. <laughs> Patriot. <laughs> Except uh, I'm in Texas. <laughs> my Patriot penis was just like, <laughs> but he said oh. he's like uh, he told he swore he would not tell anybody, but I blew it. So well, now you just to, now you just told 
thousands of people. So. I did, I did. But I accepted, <laughs> I accepted my penance. So I take my penance. I told him, I, I, actually, I said, part of the penance is I supposed to look up the history of Arlington because apparently it was something about, let me, then you might learn something here. And I could be wrong on this too, because I haven't done my full penance yet, but it was, uh, it was like General Lee's property and they wanted to tax him on it. He refused to be taxed. So they, they confiscated it and then turned it into like a war memorial for the North or something of the sort. So That's actually kind of cool. So I hope that is actually <laughs> real history because we know that history is his story. So right. not her uh, story for sure. Or yeah. Speaking of her down under, Hey, do you know smoking Joe McHale? Uh, is he the guy from Sydney who's in, he's Sydney like under Wonder house arrest? Yeah, I, I only know him uh, because Catalyst sent me a live that you were doing with him. But until that, I'd never actually heard of him before. Oh, that's awesome. So, so yeah, you never know I do know of him. Gone. That's cool. Exactly, yeah, no, yeah. I've been watching him since early because, I mean, I was I was hating on the whole pandemic and uh, pandemic, whatever, the fascist takeover of the planet. Uh, probably March of last year, I yeah. think. Um, so you pretty yeah. much, did you did you ever actually like sort of go with it or did you know that it was bullshit from from the start well i had uh originally i i always knew there was an element of bullshit to it but but i still thought that there could be an actual disease you know what i mean so actually there was a moment in the beginning especially because i pay attention to news a lot more than most normies like i was aware of people falling over in wuhan and all these different images and i would be like dude did you see that and they'd be like what i'm like bro the shit's fucking crazy. Like that, that shit's getting crazy. But I was always looking at when I saw it, it the first thing I saw was police state. I just went police state, police mm-hmm. state, police state, police state. I actually called in. I, w- I wish I could have. I've tried to find this on uh, on Infowars and I can't find it. I think somehow it was when they edited out the commercials, they just chopped the commercial too long. And that particular part of what I was saying got clipped out. But um there's another time I called in and I was like, look how they're scanning the people's foreheads with the, uh, with the thermometer. And I was like, how easy would it be to put facial recognition into that thing? And if you're a dissident, it's like, Boop, oh, in the van. Boop, mm-hmm. No, not in the van. And I told them that and like, cause they're conspiratorial minded. They're like, oh my God, that's fucking God. You know, that could really happen. And back then they were like, we should shut down the border. We should even InfoWars were saying that. And I was like, dude, no, 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 no. Yeah. You're buying into it. You're buying into it. Don't do it. And from the very day one, I mean, I, I, I was actually wiping down things with wipes as a good citizen. Like I would go to gas pumps with extra wipes and wipe down the pads just to be, you know, like, hey, this could happen. You know, people don't realize, you know. You right, because you didn't know at that point. Stuff. So you're just trying to well, be now, proactive. Well, well, keep in mind, the propaganda that was created was people falling over in the streets. Now, I ask every single motherfucker listening to this show, have you ever seen somebody falling over in the street? Did That's we exactly have- what I say to people as well. I sort of, from the beginning, I thought, yeah, China is well known for being the world capital of propaganda. I don't think we should just automatically hand over all our freedoms until we actually see that this is happening somewhere else. And it never did. It never, it never did. That's did. exactly what I say to people as well. Do you actually still believe that was real? And if so, why haven't we seen it happen anywhere else? It absolutely wasn't real. There's no way. It was totally (laughs) the sales pitch from the very beginning. Do you remember the videos of the trucks? Oh, yeah. 
spraying, spraying and going the down, down the streets, probably yeah. spraying out like spraying water the place vapor. with neurotoxin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly what they were doing. I mean, we have a homeless, mm. homeless pandemic here in the United States. With all these homeless people, you would think that we would be seeing bodies all the time. Oh. Oh, I live in Ocean Beach. It's one of the homeless capitals of the world. And, you know, every once in a while you have a couple of beers and you go down and you kind of you hang out with them. You know, you might smoke a bowl with one of them or whatever. You know, you're like, oh, they're dirty, whatever. But none of them. I'm like, dude, they like none of us have gotten sick. None of us have gone to the hospital. You know, they're just sitting there sharing crack pipes, and drinking whiskey bottles and eating food out of trash cans. And they're totally fucking fine. Yep. And you know what? And when the shit hits the fan, those homeless people are going to be way better off than us. Well, they've got some immune they've systems, do you know that? They've been yeah. surviving. Yeah. And there's nothing to coerce yeah. them into getting the vaccine. Do you know if many of them have taken the jab because they don't really have anything to uh, hold over their heads to, do, to get it, do they? Uh, no, not now they don't. But I know for, uh, you know, obviously soon there's going to be like, remember when they, they were doing the pandemic thing and then they were going to say you had to be vaccinated to get the funds, but then they took the funds away. So they're probably going to go a deeper lockdown. And then now that everything's related to getting the jab of like, look, you can get $800 a month. You come in and get our free little candy for you. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised if you did that, right? And that's going to be pretty hard for a homeless person to turn around, turn down, especially if you've yeah. got like your, your homie down the way. is just living it up and you're fucking eking out of trash can. But, you know, I don't know. All I know is, uh, like like you say, that, that that is definitely an advantage they have of less less arms of coercion for sure they're used to living on the bottom rung and it really doesn't matter to them so i know this is all speculative but what do you think that uh their end goal is for trying to push this jab on everybody like why is it so important is it does it have to do with the georgia guidestones and they're trying to get the population down is it for compliance it's obviously not for medical reasons because uh, the proof is in the pudding. If it if it actually well, it's works. obviously not because they care about our health. Because I right. mean, of all the things on planet Earth, I mean, they've never cared about anything. I mean, people always bring it up like, oh, Fauci. You know, Fauci never talks about health at all. He's, there's nothing about health. There's nothing. It's he's just, never it's said vitamin D. Right. He's never talked about vitamin D. He's never talked about exercise. He's never talked no. about eating healthy. Anything uh, that might bring the death numbers down or might make people feel healthy and unafraid. Anything no. that would do that. There's no any like meet some, with some friends and realize that you all didn't die. No. Go hang out in the sunshine. No. Drink some I water. Never, no. I never uh, put money in for uh, uh, I, I, uh, Senator Paul. You do not know what you're talking about. I do not know anything about gain of function. Well, gain a walk, gain a who, gain a watching, gain a hoosion. Yeah. And he's like got whole papers on it and whole email threads like gain of function and the gain of function conference and Mr. Gain of function and why we should have gain of function. And yeah, like, what, how, oh, dude, you should have seen. Anyway, we got sidetracked. But uh, what was that one last thing you were saying about uh, why they did it? Why, yeah, they, why do you what do you think the end goal is? is I believe just I believe, everybody to comply so we can live in a police state. 1984. Yeah, I, don't, I don't necessarily know that uh, mass killing is necessarily the goal, but they want total control. That's the goal. Hmm. They want they want the mark of the beast that the vaccine passport is the mark of the beast. And right now it's like, oh, it's just for health. And everyone knows that basically once it's implanted, it basically is the, so, the the Chinese social credit score. So once you can no right. longer be a free human that can enter buildings and go and come as you please, you are not free. 
So what they can now put any new adjunct onto that passport. They said, uh, you know, you've hurt the public health with all of your vaccine hesitancy and all of your posts. So as a result, we're fining you 50 trillion social credit points and you can work those off in the gulag. Or you can work those off by sitting at your house and doing that thing. Or like apparently in China, you can help old ladies cross the street at half a fucking point a year or whatever. And then eventually, if you keep your mouth shut, they'll, you know, you can go to the grocery store again by yourself. And so honestly, I feel if people don't draw the line at this, I, I, I literally, and I said it in the speech, a pit of hell. Total yep. freaking hell. They will get so bored of having the control of people wearing masks and doing what they say. I believe, I believe they will make people crawl. I think they want to see people crawling, ball gagged, and begging, and then murdering them and watching them beg, beg for my my uh, my wife. Uh, well, uh, she can go ahead. Speak up. I just wanted to say something in addition. Can you hear her? I can hear her, yeah. yeah. Hello. Okay. Um, I had a transplant last year, and my doctors, um, they were totally trying to make me get the index, the vax, and I denied it, and I'm like, no, I've already been through too much, and this vaccine is bullshit, you know, and, and they don't even ask me anymore, but but at the beginning, they, they were trying to talk me into getting the, the vaccine, and I'm like, no, I don't need it. And last year I was in and out of the hospital um, a lot of times. And if I was going to get COVID, that would have been the place. Just because yeah, I'm absolutely. And I didn't get it. I'm fine. So I'm just like, they're just trying to coerce everybody into this stupid madness. And so you know, are, are they anything, saying that you're high risk? And, uh... Yeah, it, it's, I've had the autoimmune. It's like my immune system they keep it low but um i'm just saying it's just bullshit i would have no it is and, and and kudos to you for not getting the vaccine because especially if you already have autoimmune issues yeah. um that the vaccine has been proven to actually work against your cells and manipulate them into fighting against your own body so that when you are actually introduced with any kind of a virus whether it's the flu or the cold or if this china virus is actually something that's real and legit yeah. you actually have less of a chance to fight that off and that is actually a great segue into something else that i wanted to talk about um, project veritas has had uh, whistleblowers from pfizer <clears throat> and one of them is somebody that's on the board of Pfizer, and he is recorded saying that your antibodies are actually more effective than the vaccine itself. Yes. And, and, um, and not only that, Project Veritas also, uh, was it two days ago, released um, a Pfizer whistleblower and we're going to talk about whistleblowers for a second because I definitely want to get into this Facebook whistleblower, but uh, uh, in air quotes, whistleblower. Um, and this lady from Pfizer is is verifying basically what we already knew that there is aborted fetal tissues in this vaccine. So that is definite grounds for a religious exemption because in the Bible, it specifically says that blood is sacred. And you are not to alter it. And by putting in, and, and you're not to consume, like blood is sacred. So you're not 
you're not supposed to like uh hardcore christians and believers they won't even get blood transfusions and so if you're putting in aborted fetal tissue into your body you are definitely going against god's word now i'm not saying that i'm a hardcore christian i definitely believe in a creator and doing all this truth movement stuff that i've been involved in it seems like every rabbit hole that i go down to leads towards a creator like we we're here for a reason we're not just random it's not and why just, they're constantly trying to block it. It seems to be their number one thing that they're trying to avoid. That's mm. their, their, their that's their holy water. <laughs> and if they've it, hidden, if they've hidden the fact that that's in there, what else have they hidden that's in there? Exactly, Joanne. That's, that's the big exactly question, isn't it? What, what I did want to. Can I, I just go to. back for a second? Because of course, uh, when you were talking about the social credit system, Matt, um, over here in Australia, they literally already have the infrastructure to have that. They have facial recognition cameras everywhere in all the major cities. Is that something that you guys, you have it here, you yeah, it here there have too? That. Yeah. Yeah, they we, just they haven't they haven't got it turned on. I mean, we when we had yeah. cameras put on our streets in San Diego, I was part of a people people that were. Um, uh, protesting that way before all this insanity. Yeah. Just kind of as a truther in an American, you know, just, I, I actually was at the city hall then saying, you know, this is, this is un-American. This is like, it's not, I was like, my direct quote was like, it's un-American and it's not cool. And that was actually on the news back then in one of my pre-viral moments. But uh, they, we were all like, they're going to have facial recognition. They're like, well, it has mm-hmm. facial recognition, but we're not using the facial recognition. And then just the other day, like, they're like, well, downtown is saying in part of a pilot program, we might be able to turn on the facial recognition part to help us with the homeless problem. Or then they always have some little thing that they, oh, let's use this thing, you know, so. We have that here. I mean, literally, they don't need a microchip. There's no reason why mm. they need a microchip at all. If you, Not at all. If you face scan people and you're all your with all the freaking photos they have of us on online and everything, they know it's you. And if they oh, really want to check, that, bro. take your fingerprint. That. You phone, your phone has to take a facial recognition of your face for you to open your phone now. They have really. Rec- I don't have mine set up like that. Oh, so I don't. Oh, I have. Goodness. I have a newer iPhone. And, and it used to be a thumbprint and how convenient is a thumbprint. So now they have your fingerprint and then the newer iPhones now scan your face. And so you hold your phone up and it scans your face and then you, is that something you can switch off and on though? Or is that just, well, they tell you, they they tell you, you can, but it's all, they can turn it on whenever they want. That's how they make it. They're like, Oh, you can turn it on, you can turn it off, but. It's all just the slippery slope into the absolute hell nightmare. And the and, issue and is what, that a lot of young people, uh, basically because of predictive programming, they think that's just so cool, so trendy. Mm-hmm. They right. love it. But that's where Maybe. I come in as a parent, and I explain to my daughter everything. However, I'm sitting here being a hypocrite because my phone scans my face at least 30, 40 times a day. Yeah, I wow. actually went off on one of my friend, one of my patriot friends the other day because he was scanning in with his face. I'm like, turn that shit off. We got this big argument, and he was like, it's gonna be doing it anyway. I'm like, but you're you're like going along with it. Just don't do it. Yeah, you know, it's like, just please stop. But uh, you know, they've got it set. We got bigger fish to fry than that. You know, it's uh. The thing was uh, what uh, what you were saying. Uh, uh, I forget again. Australia, Joanne. Joanne, what Joanne was saying about like, I was like, well, wait, 
let's see if we should give up all our freedoms before we figure it out. But my, my initial statement was, if it doesn't matter what it is, we shouldn't be giving up mm-hmm. our freedom. Like my, I my, actually, yeah. I called into Infowars and I made a video way, way back in the day. And I, I made the, the thing. I said, if an alien spacecraft pulled up off earth, took over our TVs and said, people of earth, we will kill 1 billion of your people unless you completely submit to us. But we scan their ship somehow. and We know that they've got a, enough nukes or whatever it is that they've got to kill us. And they're like, yeah, they got enough to kill 1 billion of us, but no more. I would like to think if we were in a direct assault like that, people would be like, fuck you. And we would go out there thinking that we had a chance and that you know, the remaining 6 billion of us would survive and be free. You know, bro, I feel like we're facing that threat right now. It might not be aliens. It maybe it's, well, that's what I don't know. Well, that's but- what I'm saying is that if it was an alien spaceship and they gave us the ultimatum, stay in your house, shut down all your businesses don't pray. Don't meet with your friends. Don't have Christmas. Cover your face. Put this injection in your body or we'll kill five billion pe- or one billion people. I would be like, screw you. Do it. Well, I mean, I'm not sure if we can have before. Christmas because I don't know if it's safe for you to gather with your family in a home. Bitch, did you just see fucking Monday Night Football? <laughs> <laughs> I know. And then yeah, you see I the think port- like... Sorry, in that in that situation, Matt, with the aliens, I think we've it's been proven that most people will just do what they say based on the fact that they handed their freedoms away because of a flu. So right, it's scary. Well, no, my it's point scary. was if they had a came with the alien thing. Well, I guess you would have said we have decided that you're you're not a good American unless you let them off. They've decided that our planet is overweight with people, so. We're going to do a lottery and one billion of us are going to just sign up and go to the death camp <clears throat> or they're going to, you know, kill the whole planet or whatever, you know. So, yeah, people are so stupid. They probably would just go along with it. But but, you know, you like to believe that this physical threat, that this invisible threat. Now we're literally willing to give up absolutely every tenant and everything we've ever stood for over a ninety nine point seven percent theoretical death rate that's been inflated through the roof with every single possible manipulation that they can do, including getting rid of cold flu and, and, uh, you know, every single other form of death down to car accident. It was COVID. Yeah. Um, but it's not, we it's, it's, uh, unfortunately it is a majority of the people though. So there, there is a lot of us that are standing up against this, that are trying to make our voices heard. We're going out there and we're trying to do what we can. Matt, my question to you is, if we win this war, how, how do we win this war? Like, what is it going to take not only to, A, wake people up? I mean, is it Q? Is, is Q going to magically make all this stuff happen and go away and Trump's going to come back and light yeah, shining so. armor no. or, or do we need so. to take to the streets with our guns? Like what does it look like for us to win this war? Because it seems like people aren't doing enough and, and hands down to you out there, Joanne, you guys are taken to the streets every freaking day. I'm seeing videos out there. You guys are standing up and you're fighting back. Is it going to take our police shooting rubber bullets set at us for us to finally wake up? Or is it going to be them leading us into death camps? Uh, I, I think literally 
every single part of that is going to be on the table at some point in the game. And the question is, is when to play which piece. And I think we're still, and it, it could be, could be very well argued that we should have acted a long time ago. However, I still think we pretty much have our hands free to somewhat. But the, the thing is, is that we, we still are in the information phase. I believe because eventually it's going to be a form of a civil war and it's going to be the people who buy the propaganda against the other people. Now, the people that are on our side are way smarter, way more hardcore, way more trained, way more weapons, way more just we would just do way better in a fight. So I'd give us, you know, at least three to one. Yeah, me too. But uh, if not 10 to one or 20 to one, but still it would be a lot easier to win that battle if if we had still just wake up those couple of extra people before the f- switch is flipped. So I, I think right now we're still trying to convince enough people that when this flip, hopefully eventually the switch is flipped because if, 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 this, if the switch is never flipped, I honestly don't think, I just think they're going to do, uh, you know, they're just going to keep lulling us in with like getting, they'll be like, oh, we got rid of Fauci. And they're like, oh, we got a new pandemic and and we got to bring those vaccine passports back. You guys remember how that works? It was no problem. It'll go away again. It's just so, another actor taking the stage. It's, it's, it's all it ever yeah. is, is another actor taking the I almost, stage. I almost feel like there's, there's, the way they have it set up is there is no victory. <clears throat> so eventually there will be a snapping point. And at that point, like in Australia, they're already kind of getting to that snapping point. The question is, is how many people are really going to be willing to do what it takes when it when it when it does get to that point? And if right. You- and the scary thing about Australia is they don't have the they don't have the number of arms that we have here. Right. A lot of people in Australia gave up their guns. So um, I, I would say that how, how many would you say, Joanne, like 90 percent of Australians probably don't. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think most Australians probably never had them back in the 90s when they took them away anyway, but I'd say almost everyone who lived rurally did, and I would say most of them still do. Uh, however, there's a, certainly, there's a limit on the certain calibre, et cetera. But there, there's, I don't know if you guys have heard of this story. So there was actually, there's actually this, like, um, it was called the Freedom Farm. It was basically a family who had a block of land down in South Australia, uh, and they made a Facebook post or something that said that if the police ever came onto their land, they would shoot them. Well, I think it was like the next day, like 50 police showed up and raided them and took all their guns, even though they were licensed oh, wow. just for saying that. So that's the type of stuff that's happening down here. There's not much. Oh, they're like, um, okay, you want to speak news out? Coverage we'll, about show that. You. we'll show you who your daddy is. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, the police. Good. I was just going to say a lot of the police um, are starting to come out now because they're mandating jabs for the police and mm. quite a number of them are speaking out. But whether they, you know, if those if those quit, if those police who are against it and are some, some, to some extent awake quit, then we have a police force that's made up of people who don't respect their own bodily autonomy, autonomy and therefore are not going to respect that of anyone else. And from what I've seen, they kind of do it like they do here, the social justice warrior types where they're not exactly alpha male type people anyway. They're really only winning because people are like going easy on them. I mean, if people really went and saw red, I don't think that I don't think that these people would stand a chance. But uh, like here, what I what I try to do is if the police are uh, 
are having protests or, or standing up, we need to like go out and help and, and join them to let them know that, you know, we want them on our team, you know, and basically anybody who's willing to join the team should, should jump on and we won't hold whatever you did against you. So to speak. yeah, exactly. <clears throat> I think but that was funny. very similar to um, something you were speaking about with smoke and Joe, actually hmm. that we need to be ready to accept these people, you know, Oh, yeah, because otherwise we're not going to win. When the the nurses finally came out and they're like, oh, once they got mandated and everyone's like, oh, now you're protesting. And I'm like, great, come on over. That's good. Because otherwise, then they're going to be against us. And they're like, you know what? Screw it. We're going to go back in and either we'll fake jab ourselves and we'll join the join the cult, you know, or, you know, then or just literally or take the take the jab and join the cult. But if we if we start getting people on our side and people start seeing that the movement is gaining velocity, then I really think there's going to be there, there, there will be a tipping point. And what people have to keep in mind is a lot of the people that are theoretically against us are actually mindless zombies. So if the t- if the talking point ch- turns where people are like, exactly. oh, this is the thing, they'll just flip like that. They want it. Once yeah. it goes past a certain amount. Where's the line in the sand? Yeah. So it's like you, once you once you change the narrative, basically, or get enough people to where it really starts basically for those idiots being cooler to be on our team. <clears throat> now the gel just flip over right away. Exactly. I was actually having a conversation with someone a while ago and they were saying that we're basically the new counterculture. And the way I see it is that there's people on, say, if you want to describe them as the far left, the ones who are really uh devote to this COVID yeah, cult, ideologically right? they're all in and i feel like they are a minority although they're a, they're a very loud minority and then you've got a lot of people in the center which you would might just call them moderates and then you've got say for example us over here who are outspoken and aiming for freedom all those people in the middle they will go with what whichever side seems to be winning yeah or whichever side they seem they think yep. might have the best chance of benefiting them Unfortunately, I think that's how it yeah. works. Um, Matt, I don't know how you feel about Q or if you're a, a Trump supporter, but I would say that almost everybody that is a Trump supporter and 100% of everybody that is a Q supporter has already drawn their line in the sand and and uh, we're willing to fight for our freedom. And I feel like these wishy-washy people that you were talking about who we need to pull in are almost the ones that we need to worry about, which is why I was asking how you guys felt about Nicki Minaj, because we all know that, I, I mean, we all, I just assume that everybody knows the things that I know, but in order to get that high in the music industry, you have to do a lot of shady and fucked up shit. And you're basically somebody's puppet. Now for her to speak out is going to, destroy her career it's going they're they're going to go after her crazy so do we give these people a second chance when they do are they are they crying out for help or are are you a shill and you're trying to infiltrate our community so it's really hard okay i got something to say well on both of those uh for example uh first of all nick Nicki minaj Nicki minaj 
she very well. She's kind of on the outs now. You could kind of go down the road and then maybe as you get older, they require less from you because you're not as hot anymore and they don't really, you're, they really don't need you anymore. And she's just, a, you know, she's hardcore and she just wants to stand up and be, and she's sick of being told what to do. And she's literally coming out and speaking her mind. That's one. So we should embrace her. I, I think it, it's definitely a good idea, but th- there's also another timeline in where she dies on TV of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think what's going to happen is she's going to get all these people like, okay, hey, Nikki's on our side. And then she's going to gravitate all these people towards her. And then she's going to end up having to go on tour and they're going to tell her she can't tour unless she takes the vax and she's going to give in and take the vax. And that's going to make more people be like, Oh, well, Nikki had to do it for her job. Yeah. Like she, I'm going to do it, it for seem my job. Like she was fighting it and then, and then to go along. But, and then for, as for shills, you never really know with that. I think a lot of people think a lot of people are shills. For example, I've read lots of comments saying that, that, I was fake or I was an op. I was like controlled opposition or to make the movement look bad or whatever. <laughs> For real, lots. And then and then even I thought Ashley Babbitt might be a fake story, even though she's I, from oh, she's from OB, my town, right? Because I was like, I don't know. I never saw it around. And then, you know, I don't know. I haven't heard much about it. And it's I'm like, it all seems a little fishy. <clears throat> after after my video went huge, I ran into her husband. And he, oh. he bought me me a beer, believe it or not. And he, we were sitting down. I have video, like pictures with him and stuff like that. And uh, you know, God bless Ashley Babbitt, because then I looked up like his like his old uh, Instagram and all these old timestamp things of just him just like chilling in an apartment with her and like on the beach with the dog. And you know, what I feel about Ashley Babbitt is I don't feel that she was a shill. What I feel is, well, the point she is, been- she's a real person and she has right. a real husband who's really mourning. And I, yes, I was I was hugging him, and this guy was not lying, bro. This That's awesome, bro. Crazy. I'm I'm glad you shared that with me because I remember I, saying I, that. Yeah, I did. I did have mixed emotions about it. You know, like was she in on it? Blah blah blah. Now I know she wasn't in on it. However, mm-hmm. I do feel she was a victim. I feel like they needed a death so that they can make this look like it was bigger than it was. And I feel like she was at the wrong place at the wrong time, and they fired on her. Well, obviously, she didn't deserve it. I mean, if it had been anyone else, they would have lost their mind. An unarmed person, an unarmed woman getting shot. If it had been an unarmed black woman getting shot. Do you think they targeted her like they knew who she was, like Mm -hmm. because she is a veteran? I mean, if you watch the video, that would be a little tricky to set up the note to know that she was going to go through the window and everything. I think at a certain point when we're in the conspiracy realms, we tend to believe absolutely everything's fake. But, you know, some shit's real. Like, I'm real. He's real. You know, like, he, I, I just talked to him this morning, actually. He's going, I, I forget, it was Tennessee or somewhere. They're having her birthday party tomorrow. And awesome. he, I guess he hit up Trump personally and asked him to do a, a birthday wish for her. And he filmed it. And I mean, I'm just telling you, when I hugged That's this guy, awesome, there was no element of fake at all. I was literally hugging him. And we were just like, that's okay. Like we were both like on the verge of tears. And I mean, I literally shed tears and there's just no way it it was off the the record. I'm going to delete this question out of the podcast. Is there any way you can link him up with white rabbit so we could have him on the show? It's definitely a possibility. 
That would be amazing, bro. Because I think enough people listen to my show in the truther community that have their own podcasts and everything that are questioning the Ashley Babbitt thing that would clear up a lot of things. And I think that that would be a good, good thing for our movement. Yeah. And honestly, I, 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 the Q thing sounds all well and good, but for me, everything they've ever said just has always fallen short. It's always just like, don't worry, it's going to keep going. Just, it's going to be okay. But we just keep getting deeper and deeper and deeper. I just don't see why. I mean, we already have so much information. I mean, the tribunals could have went on years ago. I mean, you, you do believe that people are clones now or, or what? I mean, I I've gone exactly. down the rat. I mean, this is White Rabbit. So, you know, it's... <laughs> We go down every conspiracy possible, and I've definitely dove down the cloning centers and celebrity cloning uh, with B.O.B., Tila Tequila, you got uh, Miley Cyrus, all these people that uh, uh, Britney Spears even made a video about her busting into the cloning center and killing all the clones of herself. So uh, I think there's some validity to it. I think it's not something that's out of this realm just because it sounds crazy um, because that's not a world that we're aware of. And I think there's a lot of things that's going on in this world that we're not aware of. Uh, Do we need to be aware of them? Probably not. It's probably distracting uh, away from the point, away from the movement. And right now this movement needs to be on fighting for our freedom. So whether the earth is flat or whether Britney Spears is a clone, uh, it really makes no fucking difference right now because right now our freedom is at stake and that's what we need to focus on. Honestly, that's my only issue at that at this point. That's why the whole uh, normally the, uh, you know, the Afghanistan thing would have been a thing, but I literally just completely shut it out. I'm like, nope, I don't care. Right now, I'm just not going to deal with it. Right now, I'm worried about China and Australia look like they might be going to war with each other. And that is going to create World War Three. That is going to bring in biblical prophecies that I'm not ready to deal with in my life. (laughs) <laughs> well, it's, uh, it's out of your hands. But I, I, I believe that uh, that is a very real reason why Australia is under so much pressure right now. And Canada, too. If you look at them geographically, uh, they're like the perfect places for if China was to attempt, uh, you know, I mean, basically, America pretty much had a, a world empire or at one point there were pretty much rolling around dick out just like yeah, we run the world blah 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 and then now the the, <laughs> the, 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 the uh, new world order you know supposedly in their books and everything they say well it's the Chinese century now and so they move all their stuff over and then they collapse yeah in that's and, literally in the great reset in the book <clears throat> yes yeah. and so of course Australia is the key piece in that puzzle. There's not very many people in Australia. I mean, compared mm-hmm. to the size of their landmass, it's so much natural resources. I mean, Lax yeah. Luther and Superman, he's like, he's like, all I want is Australia. You know? So he's like, it's got more coastline <laughs> than anything. It's in the perfect spot for world trade. It's close to China. It's got an infinite amount of untapped resources. I mean, you could just round up the Australians and be real quick, and they don't really have that great of an army. And if if, if you exactly. thought Biden Biden's already cloned or whatever else, you don't have to worry about him. You just tell him there's an ice cream store or something going on, and and he's like, "Hey, Biden!" <laughs> like, he's like, "What? China invaded Australia?" He's like, "Yeah, it's ice cream time, Joe. Come on over, ice cream time. We got chocolate. We got. What? You want like marshmallows, Joe?" And he's like, "Yeah." So that's like, honestly, I think. Tri- 
I, if I if, there, if we were really for sure, a, bro. <laughs> if we were in a real if we were in a real world with real per- patriots and real shit, like we should have like in, invaded Australia already and liberated them. If it was a real deal, we would have liberated Australia by now. Well, backing them up at like a real liberation, not like a fucking yeah. you. I mean, a patriot liberation. Like here we are, and by the way, here's some guns, and by the way, here's some battleships, and by the way, here's some nukes, and here's some this, and there's no freaking way you're taking over our homies' turf. Like that right. would have been talk about the the domino to fall. If Australia falls, that's gonna. And be- that's what they're asking for right now. Australia is actually asking for America to back them, and we should 100%. back them. That's our little. That's our little sister. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we should have our little sisters back by any means. But yeah. we also have uh, somebody that's been installed mm-hmm. into the White House that will bend over backwards for anything that China wants because he's down with exactly. this. So if America really gonna... wanted to keep its sovereignty, the last thing they would want is China getting a hold of Australia. And they pretty much already do. I mean, they have control of our most northern port. The, the Australian government literally leased a port to China. And they yeah. took and they I mean, took your guns. Well, the majority of your guns. I'm not. I'm not all of you guys are unarmed, but there is. But seriously, don't you think if there was, everyone's like, well, they don't have guns. It's like when Texas people talk shit about California, like, oh, oh, oh California, California, and then then people leave and take their kids to Texas, and then they're like, oh, you still gonna get a vaccine? They're like, what? I thought it was in Texas. It's like it's yeah. called a new world order for a reason. They're almost just going easier on countries that have guns and stuff like that or more freedom just so they can be like, see, you're free, you're free. And then when the other dominoes fall, it'll be all the easier to collapse it in upon us because we'll have nobody to be like, come help us. We're like, we're already screwed, bro. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, like, so personally, the whole gun thing, I mean, I, I think, it, you know, a full out civil war, it would come in handy. But I mean. Like if um, imagine if Australia, we knew for a fact that their elections were stolen and that they had a communist Chinese puppet in their country. We'd be like, oh, what wouldn't happen in America? Shit, we were doing something about that. But we had our elections stolen. Did anything happen? Nope. We're, we're, not we, yet. Our well, business is closed. Did anything happen? I've I mean, actually just 90% um, of the population has been vaccinated. Is that anything happened? <laughs> we, we do have all these... Uh, forensic audits taking place now after Arizona came out with their audit results, which the mainstream media, of course, freaking, oh, well, they got the same uh, total count, total tally count that um, the election had. Well, yeah, because we counted how many ballots there were. But let's tell you what we found in the forensic shit. Yeah, a lot of I actually went out there to Arizona and I went to the there was like there was so many shenanigans going on just in Arizona. So now a lot of these states, even Texas, where Trump won, is doing a forensic audit. And once these forensic audits start coming out, I mean, who knows how long this is going to take? I mean, I expected freaking Joe Biden to get arrested when he was getting inaugurated. And obviously that didn't happen. <laughs> but yeah, um, so, like, how long can it take? You know, like, and, honestly, I and, feel like in it's, the process it's like, of how like long that they keep dangling. Exactly, bro. Yeah. And in the process of how long can it take? How much damage are they going to do in the meantime? I hope something, if something's going to happen, I really, I'm starting to get impatient with it myself because the Australian government's just passed a, an amendment to allow Dominion voting systems. 
and we have an wow. election coming up at the beginning of next year. So after after the Arizona audit uncovered how in how unsecure these machines are, proved that they are connected to the internet, showed multiple internet sites that they were co- connected to and talking to throughout the world during election night. So like what? What more proof do we need? I'm going to have to go soon, guys. So just to let you know. Oh, yeah. it's uh, got- <laughs> We are coming up. Uh, we are coming up on our time. So um, yeah. I guess we're going to, Matt, I'm sorry if you watched um, The Giver, but I think we're going to skip over the movie portion for the night. Because you were such an The Giver. <laughs> oh, perfect then. Perfect. Yeah. So, yeah, because you were such an awesome guest that we were just able to roll through with it and everything. So, um, can I say something about the Dominions real quick before we sign off? Yeah, sure. Uh, Yeah, like those were those were invented by Hugo Chavez's like son when he was like starting getting problems. And they're like, oh, I'm not going to win the next election. He's like, don't worry, we got these voting machines. And so they, but that was like, 10, 15 years ago, everyone in the like semi-conservative movement knew about these things. And they're like, we knew that they were being used down there. And they were like, let's buy some. I mean, so we're not going to vote our and way. And people let year. it, you know, like people have been too complacent. And now we're in the situation where it's too hard. to. It's going to be so difficult to turn this around. Well, the funny thing is, is the same people that are saying this was this was the most transparent election and the most honest election ever are the same people that were on a documentary a year before the election all democrats mind you kamala harris was one of them on this documentary saying how these voting machines are worthless and how easy they are to um have voter fraud with it they went on about russian hacking for three years straight and then the first Uh, time steel dossier false (laughs) the first time we bring it up they're like it's un-american to question election it's like you guys were just doing it for three years straight anyway closing out let's give some people some positive let's give some people some positive stuff to to close out with absolutely brother so okay here's the deal if we lose if we lose then then so be it i mean the reality no, is we have only lose. one option is to win. And so therefore we will win. You got to wonder, you know, when you wake up in the morning and you breathe on this planet and this universe in this world or this matrix, whatever we're living in, it's very well put together. And there's a very good chance that all of these struggles and everything just are just here to make us stronger. And what we're going to do to gain victory is to get out there and talk to people and go to the meetings. And even if you don't change a single person on the meetings mind, you start gathering other people. You start meeting up with fellow patriots. You start building a system of friendship outside of their system. Then you start creating art. You create music. We create our own clubs, our own schools, our own things. If in the end, at a certain point, it's going to have to come to a point when hopefully there will be a turning point and the numbers and the numbers will just have to count. And so right now we're in still in the waking up people's phase. It's very painful, but it's very, it's great when you do it, when you actually hit a nerve and you actually get some people to wake up, there's not no feeling like it in the world. So I suggest everybody go out there and do your damnedest. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Um, Matt, how do you suggest, because we, uh, I, I know myself, I've lost a lot. Well, like 90 something percent of my family members will never talk to me again because we have completely different views and I'm speaking out and they don't like that. I'm speaking out. 
so I can't even reach people that I love and that are family members. So how do you tell a white rabbit audience, um, how can they reach people that really don't give a shit either way, but could make a difference? How do we wake those people up? I think what we, we have to just do is keep planting seeds in their head. The other day I seen a, a, a video of a cop who was getting kicked out of the police station because he refused to wear a mask or he didn't get vaccinated. And it was such a weird scene. You could see on his face, like, wait, I'm a cop. I'm a cop. And the other cops are like, you're not a cop anymore. You're not. So he might not have been awake, but I can guarantee you he is now. And the nurses were not awake, but then they were. And then so as the dominoes start falling and we just plant these little fuses in people's minds, eventually they'll light. And some people are we're just never going to wake up. And, and more to the point, not even waking people up. There are people that are already awake that you just have to energize and connect. Right. We need so to we give them more the effective. When I was down here in, in San Diego, I thought literally I was alone. I was going up to Huntington Beach to be a part of something that I felt was going somewhere. And then little did I know, because I wasn't, I didn't get hit by any of the, any of what was going on. Now there's those, those uh, meetings are on the news all the time and different things are popping off and I'm getting flowers sent. And so everyone's spreading the information. So you just have to put your toe in the water. If you have a local school meeting or a local march, just go and meet the people, get their actual physical phone numbers too, in case you get cut off and just have them send you stuff in regular texts. And I mean, it's, it's, you just got to get out there, you know, you'll be amazed at how this, the, the, the crew opens up. Yes, it's definitely absolutely. one of the most satisfying things when you see people around you start to wake up. Yeah. Uh, or when you gather really with other people that already are like, you know, you start hanging out yep. with like, you know, Everybody listening and this. other famous people just because you're a patriot. They, they're you're like a brother, you know. Yeah. Everybody listening to this, I know when you go out into the real world, you feel like you are alone, but you are not alone. There is literally millions of us, and just because these millions of people don't have a voice, very few of us have a voice, and we're trying to use it. Use your voice. You are not alone. And once you speak out, we will embrace you. Trust me, you are not alone. You are a friend, and we will always consider you that, and we will fight for you, and we will fight by your side. Matt, you are a great guest, bro. Thank you so much for coming on our show. Can you please tell our followers where they can go find you? Uh, any upcoming projects you want to mention or anything like that, go ahead and plug away, brother. <laughs> Okay, real quick, thank you for having me on the show and also thank my wife because she's putting up with me in the other room waiting for this to be over. But uh, And she was a great guest too. Um, uh, I would say meet me on Instagram. That's where I mostly am in cyberspace. It's on Instagram. The easiest way to get hold of me is through my business account, which is at slave underscore to underscore liberty. And that's like, it's very few followers over there, but that's like, if you want to contact me and actually talk to me, that's the way to get through because I have less followers. But if you want to see more content from me, then you would go to at Matt Baker underscore unhinged, which is what they called me after that. And I said, fuck it. I'll go with it. I'm unhinged. <laughs> Hell yeah. We'll go with that. And as for uh, projects, Matt, you... I'm, I'm actually working on a, I just started a channel today. And Sorry it's guys, did I work? Was did I mute go? myself just then, or was I? I, I hope I was muted you. just then because I was just shouting at my kids. Are you you were totally <laughs> muted. Oh yeah, you were muted. Sorry, sorry, Matt. We won't call CPS on you. 
<laughs> and uh, so I, I'm one of my main uh, things that pisses me off is when people get uh, deplatformed. So I've created a new uh, a new Instagram that I'm not going to be controversial at all. It's just going to be a list. It's called Liberty Backups, and I'm just nice. going to have like everyone. I'm just going to have basically their, their photograph and then it's like their current one and what their new ones are and how you can find them. So that's awesome, anything, bro. if you that's go to Liberty, Liberty backups, then you could say, Oh, Chris sky just got banned. And you would just go and scroll down to see Chris guys and it will be open source. For anybody, anyone can comment like, Oh, he's on bit two on blah, 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 or he's going live at Sonto or whatever. And then yeah, that way anybody s- gets banned, we can find the banned people. That's if you such send a good me idea. all these links, I will post them uh, in the in the description of the podcast, so everybody can just go click on those and give you a follow. And uh, man, what you're doing for this community is amazing. I want to thank you once again for coming on, Joanne. Any last thoughts or questions? No, I think this is a really good uh, conversation. Thanks for sharing that, Matt, and thanks for the positive little. Um, pep talk at the end there i got one more shout out because it's jeff o'toole down there in australia you know him with uh, melbourne we are change melbourne we are change uh, yes. melbourne jeff o'toole he's great too down there in australia and I, I talk to him a lot so and if any of your friends get banned don't post your latest stupid video post a a picture and a, and a, and how to get hold of your friends. We should be the minute one of our soldiers falls, we should focus all our attention and getting them their followers back like as yep. soon as possible, because it makes 100%. it very disheartening when you, you lose your followers. It sounds stupid, but you, you don't want to spend the effort to make your new video or to do your new piece or go to your new protest because you're like, no one's going to watch it. I'm just like yelling in a well. So one of your fallen soldiers, like take some time, make a post and tell everybody, you know, on all the, all the socials where you can find our fallen digital warriors. Love it, brother. Love it. Matt, thank you so much for blessing white rabbit. Um, we would love to have you back on again at some point in time. And yeah, maybe if you do that Seth thing one of these days and do the, do the, do the BBDC thing. Absolutely. Uh, we just had him on last week. So yeah, you guys will be due back on around the same time. So that'll be perfect. Cool. When, when his uh, thing with anomaly drops, that looks fun. I, I really wish I, I actually did the artwork. I, I designed their album cover for that song. So I, I can't wait for that to drop. If I, if it goes number one on the reggae charts and I actually designed the artwork for a number one song on the charts, I'm going to be like, fuck yes, dude. I made it in the graphic world. Awesome. Uh, uh, yeah. Power to Joanne, people. my co-pilot for the night. I appreciate you. And uh, I know it's morning over there. So have a good day. And, uh, Thanks, guys. For me and Matt, it's nighttime, and uh, I'm ready to pack it in. White Rabbit. See you later. See you later, guys. White Rabbit uh, friends, thank you once again. And uh, keep digging down those rabbit holes. Remember this. Nothing worth doing ever, ever, ever came easy. Following your convictions means you must be willing to face criticism from those who lack the same courage to do what is right. And they know what is right, but they don't have the courage or the guts or the stamina to take it and to do it. It's called the road less traveled.
What imprint will you leave in the sands of history? What will future Americans say we did in our brief time right here on Earth? is 100% committed to eradicating human trafficking from the earth. This form of modern-day slavery here in the United States and all around the world. We are dismantling the criminal organizations that make large-scale human trafficking possible. We will not rest until we've stopped every last human trafficker and liberated every last survivor. replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment with a new government controlled by you, the American people. There is nothing the political establishment will not do, no lie that they won't tell, to hold their prestige and power at your expense. The Washington establishment and the financial and media corporations that fund it exists for only one reason, to protect and enrich itself. A small group in our nation's capital has reaped the rewards of government while the people have borne the cost. Whether we are black or brown or white, we all bleed the same red blood of patriots. When America is united, America is totally unstoppable. There should be no fear. We are protected 
and we will be protected by God. Did we challenge accepted wisdom and take on established systems? I think I did, but we all did. And we're all doing it. Or did we just go along with convention, swim downstream so easily with the current, and just give in because it was the easy way, it was the traditional way, or it was the accepted way. I know that each of you will be a warrior for the truth, will be a warrior for our country and for your family. And as long as America remains true to its values, loyal to its citizens, and devoted to its creator, then our best days are yet to come. I can promise you that.